Positive Aging with Patricia Raskin is the podcast that provides empowerment, inspiration, and education for older adults to thrive in their golden years. It's produced by Rhode Island PBS and made possible through the generous support from South Coast Health, Cochlear, Greenwood Credit Union, Bama Companies, and Balancing Life's Issues. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Positive Aging. I'm Patricia Raskin. Today, we're talking about how virtual reality is being used by an unlikely group of early adopters, older adults. This technology can better the lives of older adults all over the world by reducing loneliness, improving their mental health, and allowing them to travel without needing to leave the comfort of their home. My guest today is Jackie Carroll. She is the CEO of GIA, G-I-A-H, Genie in a Headset. She has seven years developing strong relationships with the world's leading self-development thought leaders, and she's a graduate of Harvard Business School Online and the Smurfit Business School in Dublin Film Academy. Welcome, Jackie. So happy to have you on the program. Hi, Patricia. Thank you very much for having me. Good. You know, tell us exactly what is VR? What exactly is virtual reality? And how does it help us expand our world? Sure. So virtual reality, for those of you, like, or for people who don't know virtual reality or understand it, it really, it, it really is a computer-generated uh, simulation or a 360-degree immersive experience in which a person can interact with either an artificial three-dimensional environment or a 360-degree shot um, environment where uh, the virtual surroundings you know, you you kind of get immersed in a particular surrounding or you can interact um, immersively in a surrounding by using a headset, which is essentially like an electronic device that you put onto your onto your head. Why is your company called Genie in a Headset? (laughs) Interesting question. So Genie in a Headset, I have always believed that, you know, for, for those of you who know, Genie is this mystical creature who, you know, when summoned can grant wishes. Um, and to me, I believe that everybody is Genie, that we, we can create, we can, you know, give ourselves the or grant our, our own wishes and step into the best version of ourselves. So essentially, we are Genie with the headset or in the headset. So, you know, we, we are that mystical, magical creature in the headset that gets to experience whatever we want to life. So speaking of that, how does virtual reality allow the people using it, you know, to transport themselves to these new worlds and explore a complete kind of immersion into another space? Well, the beauty about virtual reality and the headsets and how you can actually achieve that is when you pop the headset on, your visual sense is is completely immersed within the headset. So there's no visual stimulus from outside at all. So if you can imagine you're watching TV, you know, at home or you're sitting on your mobile phone, there's still the stimulation around you in your environment from all sorts of directions. But when you have a headset on, it completely blocks that visual visual stimulus. So you get completely immersed in a different world or a different surrounding. And it's beautiful because it's as if you are 100% in an alternate world or you can teleport yourself into another environment, another you know place in the world. And it's just beautiful. And that's the beauty about virtual reality is that 
you do get 100% immersed um, mm. in whatever environment you're in. Um, so that's what I love about the tech as well, because it completely surrounds your face. Like you just, you have to be 100% immersed. You know, it's interesting because it does help reduce stress because of that. And, you know, you've used it to help people calm down and, and with meditation, but it also, for older adults, it can bridge that gap between distance, between family members. So talk about how this technology can work with grandparents and grandchildren, or if you have a story around this, how does that yeah. work? So I, I, I suppose I love the question, Patricia, because when we, we were first exploring the technology and how it was going to work, I, you know, I went over to my dad, now myself, and I live in Ireland, and my dad lives in the UK, um, and obviously my children are with me in Ireland and so even though they're you know we would see them at Christmas and that and especially over the COVID times when we couldn't see anybody um, this technology was brilliant uh, because he was able to connect with his grandchildren using this technology in a way that he could never have done before where you're stepping into an immersive world one of their favorite things to do together is to experience Jurassic Park so it's like they're going on this roller coaster ride through Jurassic Park and they're seeing all the dinosaurs and they can interact with each other, you know, in a virtual space. And A, you know, kids understand technology. They love tech. They're always on their mobile phones or playing games anywhere, anyway. So like what a great way to connect with granddad when they're using virtual reality. He feels like he's actually interacting with his grandkids, mm -hmm. even though he's a million miles away. Um, and it just, it brings that connection together, you know, which is brilliant. This podcast is made possible in part by South Coast Health, a not-for-profit community-based health system that provides a clinical and caring experience to every life we touch in Southeastern Massachusetts and Rhode Island. To learn more, visit southcoast.org. How does that work with your grandkids in terms of, you know, your father being able to understand the technology and put the headsets on and understand it and be comfortable with it? And we, you know, um, baby boomers and beyond, we weren't taught any of this. We didn't have any of this or computers for that matter. So how did that work with your grandkids and how do they do this at the same time as well? Okay. So in the beginning with my dad, um, you know, he, he was a little bit, he wasn't sure um, about the virtual reality headset and, you know, um, he wouldn't be great with tech, but, you know, after showing him once or twice, he kind of, it was easy enough for him to, it's literally just putting the headset on. Now, the technology has come on where before the virtual reality headsets, you had to be linked to gaming computers and things like that. But because the technology has moved on so rapidly, it's all standalone. So it's as if like the mobile phone, you can carry it around wherever you go. And it really is as easy as putting on your reading glasses. And it's just teaching people how to switch the device on and how to get into an app. So very much like, how do you teach someone to get into an app on your phone? That's as easy as this technology has become. So even though the tech looks a little bit scary, I think once my dad and I think once seniors actually get their understand, I always say knowledge is power. So as soon as you understand how to switch it on and get into the apps and how easy it is, it just becomes exactly like sticking your reading glasses on, but just more fun. <laughs> you get more, more fun experiences with it. The kids, obviously, you know, they're, they're, 
you don't even have to tell them what to do. They just put their headsets on and that. But it is connecting. It's almost virtual reality is brilliant that you can connect the headsets from different ways, just like how we can connect in different areas of the world by using Zoom or by using Skype or one of those things to call. Uh, virtual reality headsets, they have very different platforms where you can do exactly the same thing. So you can connect in one platform, but you'll be experiencing the same thing, but it's more immersive, so it's more fun. So then obviously it feels like you're actually doing something together instead of just sitting in your lounge and staring at a screen like Zoom or Skype. So you can actually interact and have fun and do different things as if you're actually going on an outing, you know? So, so Jackie, when they're working together, you know, your, your, your dad and the grandkids, they mm -hmm. both get on a platform, the same kind of a platform together. So they kind of log in like you would on a Zoom or any video conference, and then they put the headsets on. Is that how it works? Uh, so you'd have the headset on first, and right. then you would log into the app from the headset. So the headset has remote controls, which is uh, used via your hands. Um, and you can actually see your hands in virtual reality. So you can see yourself using the remote controls um, in the virtual reality headset. So you would put the headset on, you would have your, your remotes in your hands, you would then see your virtual hands in, in VR, and you can see what you're doing with the remotes. And then you can just click as if you're using a TV remote, you can click into whichever app you want to go. And then you obviously click into the same platform. And then you wait for the, the other person to come in just like it's a zoom or a Skype. But yes, you'll either see the avatars or you would see, um, you know, some of them actually use pictures or photos and stuff like that. So you would actually see them come in, but you can hear. So just like you would be on a telephone call or a live Zoom, you'd be able to talk to each other like that. Some of them actually do have video options where it would be a 2D image, but like different platforms allow for different things. But yeah, it's as easy as that. Right. And it, so it's 3D and that's what gives you that 3D. immersion. Right. And then avatar, explain what that is. That's like um, a character. Exactly. So it's kind of like a made up character. It's like a cartoon image that looks like you, but it's it, it's a computer generated image. So you can either be a cat or a dinosaur or something fun, or you can be you. So you can match an avatar that looks just like you, but you have the choice on, on you know, what you want to pick and choose and who you want to be that particular day, but you still sound the same. <laughs> this podcast is made possible in part by Cochlear, the global leader in implantable hearing solutions, helping people of all ages to hear and connect with life's opportunities. To learn more, visit www.cochlear.us slash aging. How do we use virtual travel, virtual reality travel, to improve you know, the older adult's motivation for rehabilitation. So for example, um, you know, they may be in a place where they can't travel or they're not as mobile, or maybe they just uh, recovered from a procedure. So how can we motivate them to travel in the future by kind of traveling net right now through virtual reality? Well, this is great, Patricia, because this is one of the things I love, love, love about virtual reality is that people can be, you know, in hospital bed doing recovery, or they can be, you know, in 
their house somewhere or just you know you just you put your headset on there's a couple of different platforms that people can use they can obviously use our platform there's google earth there is a whole a variety of suites or apps that that people can use in virtual reality that will transport them to you know if they let's say wanted to go and visit an old town where they grew up, as an example, if they wanted to get nostalgic and you know, you know, think about their old days of growing up, they can use Google Earths and they can type in the address of where they used to live. And wow. then this will transport you in 360 degree film in Google Earth. So you can look around and you can see the street, you can walk up the street, well, it's mm -hmm. kind of teleporting yourself up the street, you're, you're mm -hmm. moving in the different circles. But you know, you can go back to that place. And it's the same with the different experiences that we do. So we would take people on skiing trips or to Vegas, and you can experience this in 360 as yeah. if you were on a mini experience or a mini trip. Yeah. And it's beautiful because it's so real that literally for the next 20 minutes or half an hour or 10 minutes, depending on however long you want to spend in your virtual space, you can go anywhere in the world that you want to be. And it's, yeah. it's time traveling. Go back in the past and yeah. get a little bit nostalgic. Go forward into yeah. the future and do something else. <laughs> yeah, That's what you were talking future. about in terms of going back to your neighborhood when you were a child that you might have yeah. seen for many decades. That's actually called reminiscence therapy. And so the yes. virtual reality helps with that, you know, and it Correct. can just brighten your day. I mean, now you're going back to your childhood and you're able to see those things and see the street and we call those positive memories. So yes. that's such a positive experience for most people who really want to do that and go back to that space. What about yes. stress management? Now, you know, we all have stress. I mean, we're living in a time of uncertainty, no matter what age we're in, we all have stress, but you know, um, Often too, you know, as we get older, different things happen. There is more change. We lose people in our life. Uh, you know, we're farther away from certain people. So how do we use this to kind of calm ourselves and, and manage our stress and, you know, our feelings of loss or loneliness? Yeah, well, the beauty about um, the, the environment... Can you hear the background noise? Sorry, Patricia. You good? You can hear me okay? Hold on, John. You okay? Fine. All Go right. If, if there's any any noise disturbance, just put your hand up, and I can I'll I'll try and sort it on this right. end. Okay, fine. Sorry. So we'll I'll answer that again. So for stress relief, or I suppose managing uh, people's stress the beauty about virtual reality and this again because it's 100 percent immersive um when you change your environment your energy changes and the beauty about virtual reality and stepping into a space and this is what i was talking earlier where you cut out all of that visual stimulus from your outside world so you're you're going from your lounge or your hospital bed or your you know whatever room you're in or you know and you can step into a completely different environment so if you are feeling stressed anxious um you know you just need to just literally take time out and go into you know go onto a beach for example go into a forest you can go you know next to a waterfall or by a lake and watch ducks mm. it's just it's such a beautiful way to use technology and this is almost what i would call a form of meditation which is what we use 
um, one of the, the things that we use our platform for is, is what we call open eye meditation. And this is the beauty is that you, you completely change your environment. Your stress comes down automatically. If you're feeling anxious, you know, there's different uh, breathing exercises that you can do. So to use this the technology for mindfulness and it only can like you only need to do it for five minutes you know like you can do five to ten minutes the longest ones that we do I think is like 11 and a half minutes but people can decide if they just want to sit and listen to the nature sounds if they actually want to do guided meditation there's different there's male female voices so that's that's the beauty of it so Jackie, when people are doing this, do they pick the background? Are there choices like, oh, I want to go to a beach. I want to go to a mountaintop. I want to go to a magical place. Can they pick that? Yes. So they can They can pick what environment they want. So exactly like you said, do they want to be floating in the clouds? Do they want to be in a forest? Do they want to be next to a lake? And do I want nature sounds? Or would I love a beautiful instrumental track in the background? Do I want somebody guiding me on doing breath work in terms of breathing? If I'm very anxious, do I need to be told to take in a deep breath and exhale? Those sorts of things. And you can pick all of that and put it together to create the experience that works for you specifically as the end user. There's another interesting application too, and that mm -hmm. is when seniors are moving and older adults, you know, they want to feel more comfortable in their housing decisions. So think about that. How would virtual reality remove that barrier of the unknown as people can actually see themselves in that new community or in that new house? Well, the beauty, oh, I just, you know, I love this and I love this topic so much because just like Google Earth has a function where you can go and you can visit the street that you grew up on, there is a function where you can do 360-degree uh, virtual tours. And you can go into a place, you know, whether it's an apartment, a house, um, you know, a, a different community that you can actually do a walk around. So it takes that because I always say that, you know, we are we're always scared of the unknown. So it takes that unknown away because in your virtual reality space, which is essentially your safe haven, um, you or your safe space, you can go and you can take a tour around. And if you don't like something, you don't, it's not a wasted trip going to a particular place, you know, having that stress of trying to get there and then finding that you don't like it. You can do this in virtual reality already. Okay. And which is brilliant because a it saves time it saves a lot of stress and you can easily pick and choose because you'll still get the same feeling you know doing the tour as if you were there because it's 100 percent immersive so i love i love the tech for this as well it's such it's such a great way to kind of just for me saving time <laughs> more than anything else this podcast is made possible in part by greenwood credit union which offers locally-based full-service banking where our focus is on you. To learn more, visit greenwoodcu.org. I want to go back to this whole idea of isolation and loneliness, which, you know, a lot of us have found during COVID and many times, you know, um, when we're older, those risks of prolonged isolation, I have it's been documented, can be equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. So again, looking at that kind of loneliness and isolation, address that in terms of using virtual reality. 
Well, I suppose VR can and help in a sense of, you know, it, it allows seniors and families to kind of explore different things together. So just like how my dad would do, you know, the um, the Jurassic Park experience with the kids, it kind of bridges that gap between, you know, the, the physical distance between my dad and his grandchildren. And it still feels like he's actually doing something with them, um, even though, you know, they are physically very far apart. So it, it would feel like you're actually getting you know, you're having those visits on a weekly basis or, you know, on a daily basis, depending on how quick people can connect. But not only that, not even just with the grandkids, but even if seniors are in a home, um, they can actually, if let's say there were five headsets and they were all in their different rooms or even in the lounge together and they would all put the headsets on and they can actually experience um, different things together. So it, you know, whether they are with people or without people, they don't feel so socially isolated because the technology can kind of bridge that mm. gap, which is mm. brilliant. And this is also an excellent way that I know um, some of the the senior homes are bringing virtual reality into into the the, the homes and using this technology because th they've actually seen how much people just thrive so much better you know people need that connection um and if they if people are not feeling isolated anymore it, it just it helps with chronic illnesses it helps with depression it helps people actually feel like there's still meaning to life and obviously there's worlds of benefits you know mentally because you're still getting mentally stimulated so your brain is getting fired up um which is another use of the technology as well which is brilliant So speaking of that, you know, using this technology, let's talk about how this technology can help caregivers. You know, the number of people over age 65 is expected to double by 2060 in America. So thinking about, you know, these technological aids like virtual reality for elder care, it's, it's really increasing. And, you know, there are so many Americans and so many people around the world that are unpaid caregivers. And, you know, and they're juggling other roles. They're juggling careers. They're juggling caretaking. So how does this technology help the caregiver? There's one word that I could describe, which kind of is a game changer. And that to me is empathy. And how virtual reality helps with empathy is it's taking, it's giving caregivers an understanding of what it's like to be in the, their, you know, the person that they're caring for shoes. So if they're suffering with, um, you know, dyslexia or if they're suffering with Alzheimer's or they're suffering with, um, you know, macular degeneration in the eyes, having virtual reality of experiences of actually stepping into the person that they're caring for and whatever particular challenges they have around their health, mental health or physical health, the carer can really see what it is like to be that person. Because if you're experiencing it as the first person of what it is like, mm. you have a lot more empathy because they will finally understand what that person is going through. And I think the caring of, of that person will change because if they understand what the needs are more because they're stepping into that person's shoes, um, I think it changes. It's, it's, to me, it's a, game, it's a game changer for caregivers mm -hmm. because it just, it'll change the way they see their clients. It'll change the, the way they care for them. And they, they'll almost be able to preempt challenges coming up, which I think will be, 
you know, it, it'll, it'll just, it'll be so much better, you know, for, for caring yeah. going forward. So yeah, it's a great way to use the it tech. It really well. is. And also mm. the other way to use it for the caregiver is for their own stress management, their own meditation, their yes. own mindfulness, right? Yes. Their own yes. kind of um, vacation, if you will, you know, so that when they need a break. So it's, it's really, um, it, it really is terrific. Jackie, what are your closing thoughts? Um, we know what virtual reality is. You've explained it really well. But for older adults, what are your closing thoughts about this technology and utilizing it? What I would say for, for me, anybody who is able to get their hands on the technology, um, whether it's the caregiving homes, whether you know it's families who would love to give something to the grandparents as a Christmas present or a birthday present, I think there's no better gift that you can give somebody than this because it's not only going to help with you know connection with family but it's going to help in so many different ways like we we touched on how it benefits you know mental well-being how to help with the feeling of you know less not being so isolated so my my thoughts are you know try out virtual reality if you haven't tried it out and you know as a gift to somebody that would be amazing and to me it would be an amazing gift it was such it was one of the most the best things I ever did for my dad you know and the grandkids and I think he it's almost like he puts it on his plaque in his place and you know it's just it's done the world of good for him for the the kids and how they connect um so just in terms of if people are a little bit worried about the the technology step into it because you know it's it's one of the best things that you'll do and i suppose that's just my closing thought i love virtual reality i love the space that it's in and i just love how you know what it gives to people and how it opens up the world to people Thanks so much, Jackie. It uh, was very enlightening and inspiring, especially the genie part, you know, that we can have a genie whenever we want to help us uh, create our wishes and make our dreams come true at any age. Positive Aging with Patricia Raskin is produced by Rhode Island PBS and made possible in part by South Coast Health, Cochlear, Greenwood Credit Union, Bama Companies, and Balancing Life's Issues. For more information, please visit ripbs.org slash positive aging.